Before we get too deep into your fame, I do think it's worth noting that some of your young boys are soft as hell. Mm-hmm. As soft as the snow they refuse to shovel. Yeah. B-Money can't work a damn shovel? Apparently not, man. He didn't come out with the boys on Friday night because he was uh, stuck in because of the snow. And also, you know, his roomie, he had to get to work because he has a job. Productive yeah. member of society. Tony works a lot of hours. Yeah, but B-Money can't lift a shovel? No. Move some snow? Apparently not, man. See, he talked about moving weight. Now I question it. You know what the easiest weight is to move? Snow. That's free weight. You don't even have to pay for that. You know how many people pay $100 a month for certain gym memberships? Yeah, you could just shovel snow for free. That would be kind of a fun gimmick. You know, the whole college hunk movers or whatever. Ah. They're no longer college hunks, but you could be like young boy snow removal. There's got to be something we can do like, uh, like the plow kings. And you could introduce them to the omen plow. Oh, nice. If I actually bought a plow, I could call it the omen plow. Wonder what it costs to rent one. And just, just a plow? Right, and the decals just roll up to OVW in a truck with a plow in the front that says Omen, Omen plow. plow. That'd be pretty funny. I wonder if Al Snow would pop. He'd probably pop. Yeah, you know, the other day uh, when I was at my gym in the morning, some I uh, was like, oh, hey, did such and such make it in today? I was like, no, nah, he didn't. They're like, yeah, he came and uh, you know, plowed our, our neighborhood the other day because he's got a plow. I was like, oh, dude, that's got to suck to be him. When it snows, everyone must hit you up. Like how every time anyone I know is moving, they hit me up first. And like you said, because you have a truck, people always hit you up for moving. Dude, just because I have it doesn't mean I want to do it. Just because I have muscles doesn't mean I want to use them. My truck stays half broken most of the time, and I'm never in a hurry to fix it. Mm -hmm. Like, I will fix it, and it is a handy thing to have, but that's a lot of it. People are like, oh, hey, could you do this real quick? Best excuse. Ah, dude, I would. Truck's broken, though. Yep, it makes complete sense. I respect that. The dudes at uh, Sam's Club back in the day. Hey, do you want to switch to DirecTV? Man, I live with my mom. Like, Let me just leave you alone. Bro, I already got DirecTV. Right. Yeah, I love it. I have the super package. I tried that once with mm-hmm. Comcast. I actually did have Comcast. And they're like, well, what are you paying, man? I bet we can get you a better rate. It's like, shut up. I'm paying for your service. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Let me buy groceries. Yeah, I just recently switched to iPhone again after years and years and years. And every time I would go into the T-Mobile store, because I had Sprint, now I have T-Mobile, uh, they would be like, oh, so what are you paying? We should get you on a new deal. We can save you some money. I would look at them and be like, you can't. You know why? I have the stupidest deal in the history of Sprint. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can save you some money. What are you paying? And I was like, well, what's the cheapest you can offer me? And like, oh, right now we got this like $70 unlimited plan. And then I, one of them, I just stared as they were pulling up my information on the computer. And like, oh, wow, actually, never mind. We can't. I'm like, yeah, I pay $25 a month for unlimited 30 after taxes. Even my bill comes out to $30 even, and I will not have a phone payment ever. So I pay $30 a month for unlimited everything. Don't tell me you can save me money when your cheapest thing is 70 and you have even looked at what I'm paying. I take no small amount of crap off of people because I'll buy my phones outright. Yeah. Smart. So I think I paid three seventy five. Mm-hmm. I bought me a phone. I bought me a phone. I bought a phone for myself, and I bought Beth one. Man, why would you do that? Hey, what do you pay for your phone? Oh, it's I don't pay anything. Oh, yes, you do. Mm-hmm. It's built in. So I paid three seventy five once. You're paying twenty dollars over the course of your two years. Yeah, what's for that come out months. to? Your, yeah, what's that come out to? Mm-hmm. 
No, that's not how that works. Whatever, idiot. I know it's a lot to pay up front. And yes, I could go and spend 50 bucks on a track phone and it'd be more economical, but I've done that. And I find that I have to buy a new one, like at least once a year, sometimes after six months because Mm -hmm. they're so antiquated. So you spend a little bit of money, but the last phone I bought outright, I had it for six years. Yeah. See? Smart. And you know what? There's temptation to not get a new phone because this one works and you know what? I don't pay anything for it. Yeah. I've always had my phones outright and people are insane. If you want the newest iPhone now, it's in like 30, 35 bucks a month anyway. Yeah. It's so it's significantly more. The phone I bought was two years old, but it cost me $200. So we're probably good. Absolutely. And I, I bought just under the flagship from Google. I don't think they really have a used market because there's not a lot of used ones. People just hang on to them. Yeah. It's like, just buy a quality product. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Apple. People upgrade because there's a new one every year. But you know what? I think the iPhone 5s just recently stopped being uh, supported. So they'll support them for quite a while. They just throttle them. Yeah, so I know that's the thing. They get throttled and they get become brick-like. I had an iPhone 4 for a long time. I had an iPhone 4 for four or five years to the point where it had been throttled badly. And it had not great technology, but you know, it was fine. It worked. I, I appreciated it. You could send and receive nudes. What more did you need? That's the only reason I use my phone anyway. And I text sometimes. You can also send text messages through text message. Wait, what? Doesn't have to be always picture. Why would you text if there's no genital attached? Yeah, I just, I just, I've never done it, but you can do it. Sometimes my dad texts me actual words. He learned how to text recently. Oh yeah? Yeah. Just like six months ago, maybe. Let me know when he figures out that eggplant emoji. Be a big day. Oh, he has a flip phone. He can't add emojis. He can only type and he usually puts spaces in between every letter. Every letter? Yeah, because I don't know if he knows how to do it without that way. He's not even T9ing. If he ever gets a touch screen and that whole swipe to text, his life will just be changed. Nice. Yeah. Well, I hear... uh good old uh, uncle Vinny has been blowing you up a little bit yeah so back to where we were talking we we're going to originally i'm famous now pete i was on the usa network i was on wwe raw so my asking price now through the roof man did i tell you about how starting in 2022 my rate went up substantially yeah yeah now i ask for a stupid amount of money from promoters therefore i'm thrilled when i get a stupid amount of money and if i have to work their terrible show i'm good you have to figure out how you can make your IMDb IMDb page go live because you have honest to god credits. I do. I've been in. I've been in legitimate movies. I've been in legitimate TV shows. Yeah, I was on Raw. Yeah, I've done these things right. I was in Raw last week or two weeks ago from Toledo, Ohio, Pete. So you might have noticed. You might recognize the side of my face from being under Edge's boot. What's the uh, What's the indentation read? Noble. Because no contract is accurate for me, but not for the shoe. No contract. Crazy enough, I'll give people a little bit of insight, right? Every time WB comes into town, they use local talent. They get a hold of, used to be 8 to 12 people or something. Now it's 4 or 5 people. Local wrestlers from, we'll say the Midwest because we're in Indianapolis. They book those people. They have you hanging around backstage. Maybe they need someone to get beat up on TV in a match or security, or they need to be an athletic trainer. Oh, that reminds me. There was an athletic trainer segment almost we had. I remind me to come back to Bobby Lashley's balls in a minute. So you have a proper we, review yeah, of Bobby. Remind Lashley's me to come balls. back Bobby Lashley's balls uh, and Lesnar Shalong. You know they book local talent. Usually you hit them up a couple months in advance, like six weeks in advance. They book it a month in advance. 
Now I did extra work in Evansville a couple months ago in October, I believe. Um, so you have to give them an insane amount of paperwork, blood work, very in-depth physical and a bunch of other things. Right. And you fill out all this stuff and you send it to them. Whatever. It's a real pain in the butt. Luckily your stuff is good for six months. So I still am under my six months. So they don't, every time they hit me up, they don't have to worry about getting all that crap, which I'm sure a lot of dudes can't do because I'm a smart dude and I know what I'm doing. And there's a pain to getting some of this. Like last time I got my blood work done, they didn't even test for one of the four necessary things. So I had to go get more blood work done for one thing and try and explain to them what I needed. That's a, that's frustrating. And have you ever been an adult trying to get an in-depth sports physical? It's almost impossible. They only want to give sports physicals to high school kids. So you're what they call a smart mark. Well, I'm a mark because I definitely went there. And I guess I'm the smartest one because somehow I figured out all this crap. You know, But a lot of people obviously don't. Like I know people have gotten booked for extra work and not gotten their stuff into them. And it's, it's stupid because it's easy pay. You can get most of the stuff done for free at the health department or from your doctor. And then the WWE pays you 200 bucks to hang out and do nothing. If they beat you up in a match on TV, you get an extra $500. So you get 700 bucks if you get beat up on like main event or something. And you're a repeat, uh, repeat offender, a frequent flyer, a habitual uh, bookier, book E. Yeah. So I'm sure your rate is ridiculous. You know, my rate for anywhere else is going up because I was on TV for 14 seconds. Not according to me. I didn't time it. My dad, though. Very he, proud. He ran the stopwatch. He didn't actually run the stopwatch, but when we watched it back, he just kept pausing. That's a good shot of you. You're right, Dad. It is a good shot of me. I look really good uh, in my security shirt. So, but they normally book you quite a ways in advance, Pete, and it's a lot of hassle. Not Jake Oman, though. They uh, message me. They give send me an email Friday night at six o three p.m. Yo, you available for Raw Monday in Toledo? XOXO Vince. There wasn't a hello. There wasn't a salutation. There was no, there was no anything. No greeting. No goodbye. Just yo, you available for Raw in Toledo on Monday? I, I typed back. I suppose I can make that work. I'm not trying to be official here. <laughs> I don't want the job. I also know, Pete, I'll never get the job because they told me after my last tryout, you will never get a job here. So on a for a year, I'm on my screw WB stuff. Also, I should admit a couple weeks ago, Pete, I did put on Instagram screw WB and I added them screw at WWE. You're stupid or whatever. Da, 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 da. Pro wrestling is dead. I put that out there. I put that online. And that's what made them want you. Yeah, they, they got the notification on this and they're still booking me for extra work. So I think it's official. They never look at any of my stuff anymore. Ever since your time on the Broken Skull Challenge. Yeah, my very short, my short period of time. I get booked for that. I'm like, I suppose I can make that work. And I just get back a few minutes later. Cool. Call times one. Cool, man. That's all I got. They also usually when they book you, they send you a big extensive list of rules. The do's and the don'ts. Don't arrive more than 20 minutes early. You have to do this. You have to do this. You have to bring these things. You have to wear this stuff. It's it's a lot, man. And the last line now, I love that they added, which is never approach, and this is in cap, never approach Vince, Stephanie, or Triple H ever. All caps, ever. At some point in time, Vince is going to be laying on the ground having a heart attack, mm-hmm. needing CPR. People are like, whoa, whoa I'll be the is only this a person test? there. Yeah, I'm going to be the only person there, me and three other extras. And we're like, well, we're told not to approach Vince. What can you do? You you can't violate a contract. That's a legal obligation. I don't want to get kicked out. I agreed to that. I agreed to it by reading. Honor your word. Yeah, he did now. So uh, also, I should say, uh, every other time 
I've done extra work. This, I believe, was my 11th time, something like that. Every time I've been a little nervous, Pete, with the exception of the last time I went to Evansville a couple months ago, because it's your dream job. It's the biggest company in the world. It's live TV. You're walking on eggshells, right? Everyone's walking on eggshells. Everyone's anxious. Everyone wants a job, and they think that somehow something could happen a day that gets me a job, which is a possibility. Something could occur during that day, which gets you your dream job. I'm not a young boy. You don't have to lie to me, man. Yeah. See, in theory, it could. Will it? No, it won't. I'm just going to straight up tell you it won't ever, 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 ever. But it's happened before for people. So technically, there's a chance. They do hundreds of live events every year. Maybe one dude gets one job from one thing he did one time. James Ellsworth did. Now, I'm never going to get a job. So, Pete, I don't care anymore. The night before, I even th- I thought about packing my gear bag. Because I need a suit and tie, dress shirt, an extra black shirt, black slacks, black shoes, my gear, because maybe you'll have a practice match. You won't. You never do. I never have. And I was like, you know what? I took a few things, my gear. I sloppily threw it in my gear bag. I was like, I'll pack the rest in the morning. Did you bring your good gear? I did. Yeah. I mean, the gear. I've been wearing the same gear for all my shows over the last couple of months. So I just threw that in the bag real nonchalantly. Then in the morning, I woke up and I woke up a little late. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not even wearing a suit today. I grabbed black dress pants and a belt and a, like a studded belt, not a nice one, not a dress belt, not one I should wear on TV. I grabbed my black t-shirt, threw it in my bag. I threw a black button up on and that was it. I didn't grab my tie. didn't grab my suit jacket. Didn't I sure didn't wear my nice suit. I grabbed a pair of beat up black dress shoes that I have that are real old and don't look very good. I was like, yep, I'm throwing all that in there. Went to work in my gym. I did the 5 a.m. to 10 a.m. that morning. Or no, five, I drove, left early. 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Got in the car, started driving up to Toledo. Like, yeah, screw it, man, whatever. Hit pretty much a blizzard from Fort Wayne to Toledo. That was cool. Took me an extra hour, whatever. Get there, snowy hell in Toledo. At least Toledo's a small, big city, so it's not crazy, right? So I got a, park, I got a pretty good parking spot. That was cool. We get there. I walk in. Then they make you jump through some hoops. You got to go fill out some some paperwork, and then you have to go get a physical. They give you another in-depth physical after you just cleared a different physical. How in-depth? Oh, yeah. Like, so they bent me over. I felt multiple fingers in my, you know, there's like 14 fingers. Well, prostate health is important. Yeah. You know, not, not enough men get it checked, apparently yeah. thoroughly. I, like, when I walked into that room, there was one doctor with two hands, normal hands with a normal set of fingers. I swear there were like 11, 12 fingers in there. I don't know who else walked in, whoever examined me, but I'm good. No prostate, no colon cancer, no prostate cancer. So you say no prostate. That's why they brought in all these extra fingers. They couldn't like, find somehow that. this dude has no prostate. I'm like, that's fine. That means I can't get prostate cancer, bro. Dude, that's smart. What are the most cancerous parts of your body? We should just remove them. Tonsils apparently have no use. Adenoids, prostate, maybe. I don't know, man. Gallbladder's debatable, right? Yeah, and you don't biologically. Need, you don't need both kidneys. You don't even need a hundred percent of your liver. What if we just took one kidney from everyone when they're like 15 years old? We put that kidney on ice in case you ever have problems with your good kidney. You can you then you have a kidney with no mileage, instead of two kidneys with a lot of mileage. I think the problem would be they're undersized, but I like where your head's at. Yeah, well, maybe I'm to before think, like okay, maybe eighteen. You could cut a lot of weight though, man, by pulling out some organs. Maybe something to consider. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, how much of my liver do I need? Because that's the easiest thing. The easiest thing to knock someone out with a punch to the liver. I think you can live with forty percent. I was okay. mostly just thinking you're looking a little chubby. Maybe you hit catering too hard. Maybe just pull out some tonsils. What organs are in the oblique range, like region, right? 
Like I know the kidneys, like the back love handle area. Yeah. Can you move those? Can you take one out? You know, you have lap band surgery. I want something kind of similar, except I just want you to like, I don't know, a piece of wire or something yeah. and just put cuts in there for me. Just would you pull my organs slightly closer to my spine yeah. and then tighten the skin on my oblique? Yeah. What if I did juice and I only worked my obliques? Would I make my oblique big enough to hide all the rest? It would be a good start. Just top it off with a little synthol. You'd be a beast. Synthol obliques. All right. I'm going to keep this in mind. So you have to jump through all these hoops, right? They molested <laughs> me. Um, that, that's the, how the physical, the physical goes. Uh, uh, one of the cool things, Pete, uh, they actually gave us a room for extras. Sometimes they don't give you a room. I remember the last show that Raw they ever had in Detroit at the Joe Louis Arena, the Joe. Now it's Little Caesars Arena. They, for 12 male extras, they curtained off a very small corner of a public men's restroom that people were going to be using during the show. You know what took up half of our curtained off area? The urinal trough. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nowhere to hang anything. The little stick they put up from corner to corner couldn't even support like hanging your suit on that or anything. 12 of us. Did that curtain come out of that extra room covered in urine? I don't know. I should have pissed on it just to send them a message. Men will know. Women, maybe not. But yeah, urinating on the trough or in a urinal, there's always a small amount of splashback. I'm not saying you're pissing on yourself, but you know, particles of urine bounce around when they hit the the yeah, wall or surface you're peeing on. So I imagine that uh, curtain left with some urine on it's it. It's not great, but it happened. Yeah, totally happened. And that's kind of a dickish thing. I think sometimes when they're setting up these areas, they're screwing with extras, right? In Evansville, technically we were in a bathroom. However, at least it was a bathroom where there was the little pseudo room for a couple stalls in a urinal. There was a wall and then it was the sink area and there were multiple sinks and countertop. So we were in that area. Like it was probably a makeup area for some other events, right? So at least it was a nice-ish area. And there were four or five of us. And that was okay. This time, we were in what technically would have been an athletic trainer's room or a weight room. Like There was some weight equipment in there, a bunch of towels and random stuff. How many towels did you take? Oh, I wanted to steal so many towels. They had towels. So this was a hockey building, too. For the... Um, I want to say it was the walleye. The Toledo walleye is the name of the team. I'm American. I don't watch hockey. Yeah, I mean, Toledo, Ohio... Come on, hockey, prof- semi-pro hockey, really. So anyway, the walleye, they did have a pretty cool logo. It was a fish who looked like he just got out of a fist fight and he had a black eye and like he was all bandaged up. That was pretty cool. Would have been cooler if it would have been on a towel that you have in your pocket right now. Yeah, they, they were Gatorade towels and they, they were regular towels and then not other regular towels. And one of them said like, you know, for goals only or like for something only for like equipment. And the other was for people, which was kind of cool. I want to steal them all. People think you're an athlete if you had a Gatorade towel. I just, yeah, I just have a stack of Gatorade towels in my bag at all times. I could take that to my gym and people would be like, where'd that come from? Like, I stole from a Toledo walleye. People wouldn't ask. You don't approach an athlete. I just want a jacket that says pro athlete. That's why I wear my White River Wrestling jacket around all the time. People are like, oh, wow, that looks official. He looks like a pro athlete. This guy must play hockey. Look at that jacket. Yeah. Oh, the other day I was at a gas station in the hood. And as I was paying for my cigarettes or my uh, protein bar, uh, a woman looked at me and was like, dang, you a biker? And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, those legs, though. 
She's like, yeah, you look like you bike. I'm like, thank you so much. I was like, I don't. Uh, I was like, I am a bit of an athlete though. She's like, I can tell you an athlete, them legs. I'm like, you've made my day, miss. And then she hits you with the whole, ah, those triceps though. They're a little asymmetrical. I was, yeah, I was wearing a jacket. Thank God. She didn't, she didn't know. I was like, I really appreciate that. She just happened to be in line next to me at the fried chicken stand. And I'm over here trying to pay for my protein bar. And she complimented my legs. A lot of cliches and irony at this gas station in the hood. And then you went out and there's this guy with this box of puppies. And you were like, yeah, again? <laughs> I'll take a puppy. Yeah, I'll take a hyena looking puppy. I think it was on mass and ruralish. Like it was a good part of town. Let's just say if you're from Indianapolis, you know, this was a good part of town. It was mass like two miles east of Mass Ave, like the good part of Mass Ave. Like this is getting into it starts to get a little questionable. Yeah, this is suspect territory here, right? You were by that church's chicken. The gas station had fried chicken in it, and I I almost got fried chicken from it, and then I looked at the setup and the casing it was in, like the clear casing it was behind, was it looked like stained from cigarette smoke. It wasn't clear. It was yellowish. I was like, man, I can't do it. I'm sure the chicken's good, though. Says the guy who eats regularly at Waffle House. Waffle House is great. I got no problem with Waffle, yeah, Waffle House. House I'm, just, I'm just saying, come on now. They spray a little bit of water on the tables and wipe it down with the same towel for one whole shift. It's clean. Can I just tell you that I've seen folks go to sneeze guards who work there and they get under the sneeze guard and spray it with Windex and the crap drifts into the food and they don't even know why that's wrong. So there's varying degrees of clean. I'm sure they're like, well, it's clean. Cleaning solution should never get into your food. It messes with your tumbly. Yeah. This is probably things that happen a lot more than we realize. (laughs) Yeah. But I didn't get any gas station fried chicken. Just a nice compliment from a lovely young lady. And then I went to the Fulling Warehouse, which is great. We should all go there. So, oh, that reminds me. I need to talk about that night, too, at some point. I got my one of my wrestling students, who's this conservative Christian kid, to come out to the club with me and stay out all night. It was amazing. And he got way laid. He got wasted and way into the game. He also got married at like 18. He's 31 now. He had some stuff to let out. Yeah. Might need to pour one out for him. That's a shame. He's still alive, technically. <laughs> yeah, he's he's still with us. Only physically, but he on did, the inside. He didn't make it to wrestling training the next day, I'll tell you that. Nice. None of the students did. No one did. We went hard. I was there, though, with bells on. I had to lead the stupid shit. So, uh, where was I? We get physicals. Uh, oh, all the extras I was with were, were really cool, man. There were 10 of us. Usually, there's a couple dudes that are annoying. I'll be honest, there were one or two dudes here who were kind of annoying. There's always annoying people. But there were they were good annoying. They weren't the worst type of annoying. They weren't egotistical annoying or anything like that. So I walk in. One of the first things I see is a buddy of mine from Europe who I haven't seen since 2014. And that was awesome. My buddy Mambo Italiano was there. Now Mambo is an Italian fellow. We got to become buddies in Denmark. I think we were in Sweden one night and Denmark the next in 2014. I was the only American besides Hacksaw Jim Duggan. USA, USA, me and the hacksaw, European tour. And then I got to become buddies with Mambo. I worked his buddy Baco. I haven't seen for years. He moved to Pennsylvania a few years back. I think it was for school originally. Um, and then he became a chemist and now he can work here and he married an American. So now he can stay here. Smart. Yeah. Got, got a green card. I trust you big leagued him. Act like you didn't know who he was. Yeah. Yeah. I should have started trying to speak like bad Spanish. He's Italian. Americans are racist. Does it matter if it's deliberate 
but also just kind of ignorant? Usually we're more ignorant than deliberate, but there's definitely a certain amount of deliberate with our ignorance. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. It's more of an American pride thing. It's like, yeah, you just kind of an insensitive racist dick, but you're just like being deliberately prideful, not like deliberately hurtful. Yeah. I don't have to apologize for it. Right. I'm not apologizing for my arrogance. Look, if you have a problem, that's on you. Yeah. I'm sorry you have a problem with the way I come off. That's not me apologizing for anything. Right. I'm sorry that you read into it that way. Best kinds of apologies are those kinds of apologies. Yeah, I thought about using those more and more. Hey, I'm sorry that you were offended by what I said. Not I'm sorry I offended you. I don't care. I don't have to apologize for it. There are times where that's 100% appropriate, but that's never when it's used. Yeah. No, for sure. I've never, I don't think I've ever been, I've probably been in that situation once. So I did offend someone apparently a lot recently. And I was like, I pretty much had to say, hey, I'm really sorry that you understood what I said that way. But I totally didn't mean that. That's not what I said. I cannot be any more literal with what I'm saying. This is 100% your problem. I'm sorry how you received it. Mm -hmm. Not the way it was intended. Yeah. So like that happened with a person in my gym. I'm like, really? No, come on whatever so i got to see mambo italiano my buddy andrea awesome to catch up with him uh i got to see a handful of my dudes from ovw i got to see the tate twins for anyone who listens that used to watch ring of honor they used to be the boys with dalton castle they used to fan him down with like peacocky feathery things not gay though pro wrestling real straight is that something you put on a like a resume yeah yeah there's if you say in wrestling at any show like yeah we were the boys they'd be like oh yeah Really? Yeah, I'm technically. It was a pretty cool thing they did. But so the, the Tate twins, they were there. You remember the Grandmaster? I was one of his hosts. I was one of the hosts. I bet there were so many women who that was their claim to fame for a while. Like, remember the Godfather? Ah. Yeah, I was I a said, hoe. Grandmaster. He, he rolled with the Godfather for a minute, though, didn't he? Probably. Especially probably Sexe. behind the scenes. Because if there was a guy looking for pimp, like for hoes and drugs, it was Grandmaster Sexay. I was going to jokingly say rest in peace, but screw him in peace. I'm glad he's dead. Hot take. He was a scumbag. I hated Grandmaster Sexay. But he got a shout out when he passed, didn't he? Unlike Test. Why'd they treat Test with such disrespect? I know, man. Rest in peace, Test. That was that was the boy. But Grandmaster Sexay, screw him. I was at a convention one time, and he made fun of a mentally handicapped kid. So, you know what, Grandmaster Sexay and I, we are not cool. Unlike his old man and I, Jerry the King Lawler, we're cool. I love Jerry Lawler. And he loves puppies. I thought you were going to say underage kids. <laughs> he loves both. Everyone's got their flaw. Yeah, yeah, we all have a character flaw, right? Mine, I'm too nice. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's my problem. Uh, there was a lot of cool extras here. Um, and then there was one dude uh, who I, I think is booked for extra work legit every city, everywhere, always. Hundreds of times. Because they, they like to choose generic dudes and yes men. And this guy is both, right? Real life Ken doll? No, no, no. I mean, Ken was like hot. This dude subtly blends in to every situation. And that's what they want because they don't want people to stick out. Now, when it comes to extra work, if they need people to choose on TV, they will always choose the smallest, the most generic. They won't choose someone who's big, intimidating looking, tattoos, nothing unique. So Pete, easy to say, I never get chosen for anything ever. I look way too unique. In fact, I was also at extra work years ago when they were choosing people for a scenario. And like, hey, 
we need someone to be an athletic trainer and a doctor. And one dude looked at me as like, sorry, man, probably not going to be you. I'm like, yeah, I get it. I don't look like either of those things. Do you actually say, bro, I've got a PhD. Like I'm a real life doctor. This is offensive. Well, yeah, I should, I should have said that. Like, oh, actually I, I am a doctor. I'm a pediatrician. What? I, you wouldn't trust me with your I kids? I play with young boys all day. Young boys in the ring and outside the ring. Ask Jerry. He'll vouch for me. Yeah. So how, how do we think we know each other? I told him how much Tylenol PM it takes to knock out. No, never mind. <laughs> uh, so, and then that one time, they're like, hey, go to ringside. They're, they're probably not going to choose you, but we need them to choose people. So they line us all up. Arn Anderson, who's this great old veteran, comes up and looks at all of us. And he looks at me. He's like, all right, so we need a doctor and athletic trainer. He's like, sorry, kid. You got way too much of that wrestler look to you. And I looked at him. I was like, thank you, sir. That's what I'm going for. And he just smirked. And then he turned right to the guy next to me. He was like, yeah, man, we're going to choose you. And the guy he chose, he chose was at this with me too, because he gets chosen for stuff like that all the time. Now I did think that there was a good chance I would get chosen for something on this specific occasion. You read between the lines in that email. They said a lot without saying anything. Yeah. You hit me up with like uh, 60 hours notice, right? <laughs> you know, maybe less by the time I'd have to leave my house. You know, you have to use me for something. There's no way you wouldn't. And actually, since Evansville, they did hit me up like a month after that for a random taping for something. They never went in depth like, hey, can you be at Seth Rollins school in Iowa tomorrow? We need people to play wrestling students. We will pay for your trans and your something else and whatever. It's how they know you were trans. Yeah. Hey, well, it's on my Instagram profile. I post a lot of Rainbow Pride stuff. And. They, they made it sound like, hey, we'll pay you a shitload of money if you can get to Iowa on tomorrow on short notice. But I couldn't do it because I had some. Oh, I had a OVW's, I think, big Christmas show was that day. And I was like, I can't do that, whatever. Plus, I, I'm not a student. I'm not a mark. Like, I'm a pro wrestler. I'm not Seth Rollins' kid. Like, physically, I don't look like him. <laughs> Maybe I could be one of Seth Rollins' kids. Aren't you like six feet taller than Seth Rollins? We're the same height, I think. Who am I thinking of? Who has heat with Pat Mack? Adam Cole. Ah. Uh... Who Adam Cole, Seth Rollins, actually some very similar looking men. But Adam Cole, very short, yes. Very midget, maybe. Five foot one inch tall. Him and Hornswoggle. Like yeah. very, very subtle difference. Hornswoggle four eleven. Adam Cole five one. Pretty much the same height. Average woman height, five foot even, right in the middle. So Adam Cole, one inch more than a regular woman. Hornswoggle one inch less. Probably should kill himself. All right, Pete. I mean, officially we're going a bit long with this. I think it's gonna have to become a two parter. So We'll go ahead and break right now and then come back and I will conclude uh, my extra work in Toledo. And then the next week after we'll have to film another one probably because I'm going back uh, in a couple weeks. <laughs> 